Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. We are aware, you're aware very much that uh, women are stereotypically known for their maternal instincts. Um, But if you're a woman who doesn't identify with this or a woman who doesn't want to have children for whatever reason, is there a place for you now? Uh, Is that sense that uh, it's a little bit odd, something of the past? Well, Limerick counsellor and psychotherapist Margaret O'Connor has started a podcast around this issue and Joanne Ryan, who wrote a play on her own personal experience, are both on the line to chat to us now. And a a very good morning to both of you. Um, Margaret, what uh, sparked your interest in this uh, area specifically? Hi. Um, well, I suppose I, I set up the, the counselling service there two years ago. Um, and I suppose I noticed from working with clients that just people feel so isolated. Um, they feel like they're the only ones having these maybe thoughts or anxieties or indeed making the decision not to have children themselves. And I, I just was really trying to find a way to, to help people connect with each other and maybe have the, the conversation in, in more of a public forum. So lockdown uh, provided the opportunity uh, to to start start the podcast, basically. Um, so yeah, it's really just trying to get, and, and particularly in an Irish context, there are other podcasts um, internationally, but there was nothing that I was aware of in Ireland. And I think it's important to hear um the conversation happened in, in your own context so that people know that they're not the only ones and they're definitely not. Mm. Local radio, in a way. In your, in your <laughs> a little own bit, context. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we fancy ourselves as a, a much more open society, mm. but on this one, what's the truth in your view? I think the, the comments you read out there at the beginning kind of really illustrate some people really don't see this as an issue at all. And they're like, you know, you do you, that's your own private business, nothing to do with me. Other people take it a bit more uh, to heart um, and, and do have an opinion on, on what other people are doing. So I do think it's improving. Um, but yeah, it can really depend. Sometimes it's just, it, and I suppose people talk about it a lot in the interviews, it's such a personal, private thing. And you can end up having conversations about it with people you don't know, um, you know, who feel that it's okay to ask you kind of very personal, intimate questions about what your plans are. Um, so it, yeah, it really varies. Um, and is that when women are at a particular age, or is it when they marry, or they're in, you know, what's mm. perceived as a long-term relationship? Mm. It can it can come up at any time. I think um, I. I suppose hearing from people if, if they say maybe when they're younger you might be in your teens or in your 20s that if you don't plan to have children the general response is that you will change your mind so when you get older or when you meet the right person um, there's definitely a lot of pressure then if, if people do get married or if they're in long-term relationships and then age absolutely so kind of 30 on um, you know just seems to and it all kind of comes down to this assumption I suppose we have this idea which is what we see even though I think it's inaccurate for lots of reasons that you know you go to school you go to college you get a job you meet somebody you buy a house you have kids this is the, the life story that is, is played out and even though that's inaccurate I think in a, in a lot of ways the, it's the assumption um, that children will be part of that um so I, I don't know if it's even individually people thinking about it, but it's just kind of what we're what we're shown really um, a lot of the time. 
Yeah. We're chatting to Limerick counsellor and psychotherapist Margaret O'Connor, who's uh, started uh, this podcast, Our Kids For Me, and one of her guests, uh, Joanne Ryan, who wrote a play on her own personal experience also uh, with us. Uh, Joanne, uh, tell us about the experience and tell us about the play. Oh, hi, Joe. Good morning. Um, yeah, so I uh, wrote a play back in 2016, uh, when it was first on, um, in Limerick and Dublin then, and has since uh, since gone all around Ireland and, and the world, because it turns out this isn't just an Irish issue, it's very much a global one. People identified with the issues in the play all over the place. Um, and so basically, I was turning 35, about to turn 35, um, back in 2015, uh, which is sort of the classic age that women are told that your fertility is about to fall off a cliff and uh, that if you haven't started thinking about kids, you really need to. And I, I hadn't considered it before at all. I had no idea whether or not I wanted to have kids. It just hadn't come up for me before then. But I felt that there was this huge pressure at that time to make a decision one way or the other. And that if I didn't make a decision or if I didn't think about it, that I would be making a decision through inaction, you know, because of the biological clock and everything. And that was something that I might come to regret. And then the more I started thinking about it and talking to friends and I realized that I, I wasn't alone in that dilemma, I felt entirely um, conflicted and ambivalent. You know, I could think of a million billion excellent reasons why having a kid would be a good course of action. And equally, you know, just as many for, for why it wouldn't be the right thing for me. And I, I felt really torn um, and had, had no idea had no idea what, what to do or what I wanted and got really lost in the dilemma, which is not an uncommon thing. Many people who've, a uh, lot of feedback I get from people who've seen the show um, all over the place uh, can very much relate to that um, that anxiety and it can become very obsessive and absorbing and, and isolating, as Margaret said earlier on as well. You feel like you're the only one going through it because it isn't spoken about very much, even though um, I think it's actually quite common. Um, so I decided, I was also really interested in the fact that I spoke to my mum a lot about it at the time and it kind of struck me uh, at one point that I was sort of part of the first group of humans in, in the world really to have a choice, you know. When, when my mum got pregnant with me in 1979, contraception was still Ill illegal for married women, for unmarried women rather in Ireland. My granny certainly didn't have a choice. So I thought, well, that's really interesting actually. I'm sort of part of this first group of um, of women and men, I feel like it's a, it's a generational issue rather than it's been a gendered one in lots of ways, who have this choice, but we don't have a blueprint. Like Margaret said, you know, we know very clearly what the life with kids look, looks like and what the successes and celebrations and, and, and culturally what that looks like. We don't really see the other as much, not because it doesn't happen, as Margaret said, you know, about a fifth of Irish women will never go on to have kids at the moment and that's going to become increasingly common, I think, as time goes on. But we don't see those people represented in on TV as much or in media or, you know, people don't discuss those experiences as much. Um, so I thought it was really an interesting thing to explore, so I decided to to write a play about it. Yeah, it's a very clever title as well. Existentialism <laughs> with uh, egg, uh, two, yes. two Gs. But do, do you think that it's particularly acute maybe in people's early to mid-30s, um, Joanne, where a lot of things might be uh, running around in people's heads, including, for example, you know, a certain point in career and maybe that has mm. something to do with it and maybe that has nothing maybe. to do with it. I mean, I think for I think definitely we are told as women often that um, that thirty five is a, is a, is an important moment fertility wise, and then forty is kind of the next important moment fertility wise. But it's interesting because why when so I think it's 
in lots of ways it is gendered that time that time frame thing where you feel like you're under pressure and you know your cock is ticking and, and all that kind of stuff but also I met my boyfriend um when I was just at the beginning of writing the play so like maybe on our third or fourth date I had to say Tim come here listen I'm, I'm actually writing a play about my ex but, but don't worry I'm totally sane and everything's fine uh, everything's going to be grand but his reaction was really interesting because he was the same age as me and he said um he was like, okay, well, that's really interesting because, okay, I'm a man, so maybe I don't have the same time pressures as you exactly, but I also don't know if I want to have kids, if that's something that's going to be right for me in my life. And I also don't want to be an old dad, so I kind of feel like I need to make the decision in the next uh, five or so years as well. So he, even though we weren't really going out together um, yet at that stage, we kind of ended up going on these parallel journeys, you know, where I went to get my eggs counted and he went to get his sperm counted and all this, because okay. he felt that he was, I, you know, what age, relevant What age him. was he when he was talking about within the next five years and not being an old dad? Well, he was 35, but he felt, I suppose the point I'm making is that, and that I thought it was interesting, the point that he was making as well, is that he felt like he was, in a similar situation to me so without of course without the exact time pressures that I had yes but, yes. Um, but still feeling very lost in the decision I suppose is the point um, uh, which is why I think Margaret's service is so useful for people it helps them to kind of unpick what can be a very a very confusing and isolating yeah you know, dilemma. Uh, we're chatting to Joanne Ryan, who's written this play, Existentialism, and it, it did indeed come to Limerick. I remember it at the time. And Limerick counsellor and psychotherapist uh, Margaret O'Connor uh, with uh, her podcast as uh, well. Um, Margaret, I mean, have you, and there are a myriad of reasons that people don't ha- have children. Mm. And, and, you know, there, there are situations where people can't have children and that, that's yeah. part of it, but not exactly the, yeah. um, the same. But, I mean, have you come across women who genuinely are not maternal? See, I, I kind of cringe at that a little bit because I suppose, what does maternal mean? You know, we, we can get into kind of all of that and does it mean does it mean if you don't have children that you can't be maternal in other ways? All of this can be really kind of narrow, even what we mean by family. Does it have to be biological family? Um, I know lots of people who don't have children but are extremely caring, loving um, people who put a lot of time and effort into other aspects of their life. It might be into nieces and nephews or it might be children in their work. So, you know, all those words can be quite loaded. I know that's not what you meant, but just <laughs> these are the things that kinda, we need to think about because we assume we know what the words mean, but they, they have a particular meaning in a, in a particular context. So I suppose all of this can make it very hard. What I find is that People might be pretty sure they don't want to have children, but actually find it quite hard to accept. And because of that, kind of the there is there can be implications that if you don't want to have children of your own, that it means something about you, that there is something different or or not quite right about you, which isn't the case. Um, so yeah, that doesn't quite answer your question, but it's just it's useful to think about kind of what those words mean or how we use them. I think. Right. Well, listen, thank you both very much for starting that debate for us this morning. I say we've already got a big reaction on um, Live95's Facebook page from Limerick Today. Listeners, we'd like to hear from you on this. WhatsApp 086-123-9595. That is uh, the text line um, as well. Great to chat to Limerick councillor and psychotherapist Margaret O'Connor, who has a podcast on this, Our Kids For Me, and explores it, obviously, in great depth. Uh, and Joanne Ryan, uh, who was a guest on the podcast and has written a play, existentialism based on her own experience. Lots more to come on the show. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.